Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. Federal offices in the D.C. area are closed today, with most of the region facing heavy winds. The Office of Personnel Management decided it would be safer to close offices for the day. Employees who are telework ready and were scheduled to telework today must work the whole day or request leave. It's taking agencies longer and longer to hire new federal employees. The average government-wide time to hire crept up to 106 days in fiscal 2017, well above the government-wide goal of 80 days. The Office of Personnel Management tells lawmakers it's still considering legislative proposals to improve the federal hiring process. OPM says the average time has increased every year since 2012. Congressman Ted Budd wants the name of every employee who is considered non-essential during a government shutdown. The Essential Act would require every agency to submit a list of all employees deemed non-essential to the Office of Management and Budget. After a shutdown, agencies would have to tell OMB who was furloughed along with their basic rate of pay. The bill is now before the House Oversight and Government Reform Committee. The head of the Defense Department's advanced research arm pushes back against claims the U.S. is losing its technical edge on artificial intelligence. Stephen Walker, director of the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, says DARPA is currently testing out next-generation AI projects. He rejects claims made late last year by former Alphabet CEO Eric Schmidt, who said near-peer adversaries like Russia and China were catching up with the U.S. on AI. DARPA recently completed its half on an autonomous ship project with the Office of Naval Research. President Trump's pick for the next commander of U.S. Cyber Command tells lawmakers the nation doesn't have enough to deter countries like China and Russia from launching cyber attacks. Lieutenant General Paul Nakasone says those nations are acting without fear and that cyber threats have grown exponentially. He sidestepped questions about what actions the U.S. should take to boost its cyber deterrence. OMB names a seven-person board to oversee IT modernization plans. New Federal Chief Information Officer Suzette Kent is the chairwoman of the board that will oversee the government-wide technology modernization fund. The interagency board will decide how to hand out the yet-to-be-appropriated $228 million to quicken the pace of IT modernization. The Office of Management and Budget announces the TMF board yesterday. Along with Kent, Alan Thomas, the Commissioner of GSA's Federal Acquisition Service, Matt Cutts, the U.S. Digital Services Acting Administrator, and the CIOs from SSA and SBA and the CTO from VA also are on the board. The organization's first meeting is March 12th. I'm Jason Miller. Congresswoman Nanette Diaz-Bettergon wants federal contractors to have sexual harassment training. The California Democrat introduces the Federal Contractor Anti-Harassment Training Act to require contractors to complete annual anti-harassment and anti-discrimination training. They could also access federal employee training resources if needed. Bettergon says the bill would send a strong message that sexual misconduct will not be tolerated in the federal government and would ensure that federal contractors are providing training to prevent harassment in the workplace. The House is considering legislation to expand TRICARE health coverage to federal employees who are also members of the National Guard and Reserve. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. TRICARE Reserve Select is already an option for most reservists unless their full-time jobs happen to be with the federal government. Those workers are required to use the Federal Employees Health Benefits Program when they're not on active duty, which comes with higher premiums. Advocates say the change would improve recruiting and retention in the military's reserve components. The Senate passed a similar bill last year. Jared Serbu, Federal News News Radio. Leadership on the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee wants to know how the Transportation Security Administration punishes its senior executives. DHS's Inspector General says TSA granted one executive unusually favorable treatment during the disciplinary process. Chairman Ron Johnson and Ranking Member Claire McCaskill are concerned frontline employees are being silenced. DHS's Inspector General has a bone to pick with the Chief Information Officer at FEMA. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. The IG issues a special alert. 
It urges CIO Adrian Gardner to act on five of six information technology management issues it made in 2015. The IG cites congressional interest in matters it says could affect FEMA's mission. The recommendations relate, in part, to FEMA's plans for IT modernization. The IG credits FEMA for establishing a charter for its IT governance board. I'm Tom Temin. Returns from the thrift savings plan took a sharp downturn in February, reflecting corrections in the stock market. Only the solid G fund managed to bring in positive returns at 0.21%. The international stock's I fund came in lowest at negative 5.07%, losing significant gains from last year. Mostly strong performances in January allowed most of the year-to-date returns to stay in the black, but only slightly. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.